Hey there, welcome to the Two Cents Business Podcast. I'm your host, Joyce M. Washington. I'm a CPA, business strategist, and virtual CFO who helps small business owners earn more money and keep more of their profits through savvy money management skills. You can find the show notes for this episode and all of the episodes by heading over to thecommonsense.com. Hey there, uh, this is Joyce again, and uh, today we are having our second mystery guest of the podcast, uh, but today I wanted to bring on another girl pal, gal pal of mine, uh, Heather, and uh, she's my go-to person about, well, our topic today, decluttering the things in your life. So I wanted to have her on because I think around this time of year when it's it's almost September, this time of year we, we tend to start at least going through things a little bit and maybe changing out our wardrobe and the kids going back to school and seasons changing and all that good stuff. And we start to kind of pare down, I think, at least I do in, in my life. Like there's like the spring cleaning and then there's kind of the fall cleaning too. When, when I kind of switch out wardrobes and, and really do a deep clean of the house and all that good stuff. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to have a conversation about decluttering your life. And instead of introducing her this go around, I'm going to have Heather introduce herself. So Heather, could you give us a brief, a brief introduction about you and what you do in the, in the world? Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for having me on the podcast. You know how much I love talking about this stuff. And obviously, we can chit-chat about this all the time. Um, but I'm Heather Clark, and I am a declutter coach and consultant. And I did not start off this way. In fact, I actually came on the online space uh, a few years ago anyways and tried a whole bunch of stuff. And actually, it ended up being my local business that caused me to want to come online to start off with organizing. Well, started doing organizing and realized that it's not the organizing that people need help with, that it's actually the decluttering. So it's actually letting go of things. It's actually clearing out the space. It's figuring out what do I actually want to keep versus what can I let go of? So in a nutshell, I think that's the shortest version I've ever given to anybody um, of how I actually got to doing what I do. And I have absolutely loved it because it has made so much clarity in my life, let alone in the lives of my clients, of what do you actually want in your life? And let's figure out how we can get that and clear out everything else that doesn't match. Nice, nice. So again, today's topic is decluttering your life. So. So that really did tie in to, to I think, why this topic is important. And we'll kind of tie it into why the two of us are talking about it. So we'll, we'll kind of sneak that in a little bit later. So, so Heather, I'd like you to set the stage a little bit for me around the word clutter itself and decluttering. It, it's kind of one of those things that we we think we know what it is or we know it when we see it, but could you define it a little bit for us? Like what is clutter and what is this declutter movement that seems to be uh, going on lately? Well, I know there's a great quote from um, like I'm going everywhere. Like there's so many quotes around about what clutter actually is. And honestly, 
the simplest way is anything that doesn't belong in your life that is causing you stress, anxiety, causing you to not be your full self at your core, anything that is avoiding that, I consider that clutter. So that can be anywhere from the relationships you have in your life. It can be the physical mm -hmm. clutter, the emotional. We're actually going to tie this all in what actually clutter is. So it's the em emotional parts of the, what you're feeling, you know, having the feelings of others that affect you. Your feelings can affect others. Uh, the mental part, oh my, we all know about that. The mental yeah. part of uh, like just basically how many times have we had to, like, you know, had so many thoughts in our mind that we, we can't even remember the, what we did two seconds ago. We walk into a room and we're like, wait, what, why did I come in here? So there's that, there's the financial clutter. Let's talk about, you know, exactly what we're yeah. on, you know, what you do, Joyce as well. Like you've seen the financial clutter. Like how many times do we have invoices, which, right. you know, are unpaid or how many times, you know, do we have lost money or lost items and that causes the money issue and stuff like that. Um, plus there's the digital clutter. Plus there's, Oh my goodness, there's so much clutter that it's, and I find that as I continue to do this, it really comes down to a lot of like, that's why I say declutter your life because of the fact that it's, there's not just one area that people have clutter in. Yeah. You may have right. to be an expert in, you know, keeping your finances great or whatever, or right. you might be an expert at, you know, you know what, I can keep the mental part or I, I, I've got a very clean physical life, but my digital life, let's talk about that. Cause that's another big one. So yeah. So there's different forms and clutter is basically everything that you've, you've left in your life that you have in your life that no longer serves you. That is no longer at your core of who you are. And it just is stopping you from being that person. Okay, so clutter can be like anything that kind of clogs, clogs your processes, whether it's your thinking process, your, um, your creative process, it's, I guess it's what bogs you down or, or keeps you stagnant or in the same place or causes negative feelings like, like you were mentioning, um, anxiety or stress. Um, yep. not, not all stress is bad though, but, but unwarranted stress or overwhelm and that kind of thing. So, um, I think we kind of already dipped into the different types of clutter. Um, yeah, sorry. I do that. <laughs> yeah, no, no problem. No problem. Um, but I think, I think I'd like to, uh, dive back into the different types as far as I, I think a lot of times people only when they think of clutter they think of I guess physical clutter like things uh, whether it's paper or you know clothing or things like that what you, you mentioned electronic clutter and briefly kind of mentioned on some some types of financial clutter can you, I guess, redefine some of the digital clutter that can, I guess, impact uh, somebody's productivity or be that cog in the, you know, the the um, the roadblock to productivity as far as business business is concerned, or or even personal. So, what types of digital clutter have you seen that has uh, and how it's impacted impacted people? Okay, well. First and foremost, let's think digital as in our phones and our computers alone. There, there's that type of digital. Now, obviously, this is not my 
area of expertise, but I do know people that, you know, help with like things like Dropbox and for, you know, Asana and for all those things that actually help you organize that way. But the way, the reason why that that stops your productivity is, okay, when have you, you know, you're working on client work, you know, you have a file somewhere, but if you've got everything sprawled out everywhere, you're like, oh, where did that file go? Okay, now you're spending an extra five, 10, 15, half an hour looking for that file, taking up the time that could have been done, like you could have done your client work or other client work or been more involved in something else. So there's that part where it's taking up your time, you're not productive You mm-hmm. with that. So when you're looking for that, you're causing yourself also emotional and mental stress as well because those tie in with that digital because now you're thinking to yourself probably oh oh man where did i put that oh man if you were just a little more organized right well, there's right. self-talk there and then all of a sudden you start feeling guilty that you're spending an extra half hour trying to look for this one item that you should have had so now you've got that emotional part of it so it all ties in and now of course let's tie in the financial part of it if you're on the clock for that client you're now spending that client's money looking for something that you shouldn't be spending that type of money on you know you should be spending the money on actually doing the work as opposed to trying to find the work right right so so i I guess that that kind of um gives us a, a broader picture of of what clutter is and different types of clutter because i again i think when it at least this was me I, I've known I've known Heather for a couple years now, so we've had these clutter and declutter conversations a little bit. But I think when we first started um, discussing this topic, that I think in my mind, when I thought clutter, I thought physical clutter. It didn't. I don't think it occurred to me, and I'm sure it doesn't occur to most people um, about the digital clutter or even financial clutter, whether it be invoicing, not doing your bank recs, not um, not reconciling your transactions. All of those things are things that will that can ultimately affect your productivity, affect your decision making process because they're things that have to get done and prevent you from making the decision faster or sooner than later. But uh, again, you know, that was was something that I had to do a little bit of a shift in my thinking as far as what clutter is. So, so I know how it's, how it's changed. Just that shift has changed how I think about clutter. Um, how, how has this, or, or how does clutter itself impact someone's life, both professionally and personally, as far as uh, you, you kind of touched on like the emotional aspects and I, I think the money aspects as far as the the work um, and, and just some of the costs of clutter, can you talk about that a little bit more? Yeah, so, okay, so like you even said um, about, you know, the digital part, the financial part and everything, those are huge when it comes to your business because, right. you know, your business, you're here to profit on it. You're not here to just run a hobby. So if you're spending your time digitally or even physically, let's say you're, you've got a home office and now you're looking for things, you know, that way you're spending time looking for items. You're spending emotional energy, you know, telling yourself, Oh, 
you shouldn't be more organized. Oh, you should have had this, you know, somewhere else. So now you're beating yourself down and we know how that works on, you know, on our subconscious mind. So now as a business owner, you're feeling less of a business owner. So that productivity. So now you're not going to want to start another, you know, client work because you're like, Oh, I'll, do I even have anything organized? So you, your self-talk yeah. gets worse and worse and worse, which is that clutter, the emotional and mental part. But for the actual productivity part, well, like we said, the invoices, yeah. you know, you're losing money. Literally you are losing money. Like I've actually um, had one, a client years ago where, and this was actually when I even had my local business. Like it wasn't even when I did the decluttering part, just I was the organizing part. We found, um, I don't know whoever's watching, if you guys have Costco in your uh, yeah. country or whatever, but we have Costco. And you know how if you're a premium member, you get premium points back and stuff like that. And they write you to these checks. I found, I, I want to say there was at least three, if not four checks. By the time I found them, expired. Right. added up to over $300. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to talk about what clutter causes financially. Well, you know, you just right. $300 you could have had, had you known yeah. where those were kind of deal. So it's, it's just little things like that, that, you know, over time adds up and it can add up very quickly. And with the, as far as your personal and stuff like that, well, if you don't have your personal stuff in order and no, of course I'm not saying everything has to be perfect. Oh my goodness. Let's just take that away. Yeah. Yeah. All together, that perfection does not exist yeah. at all. However, knowing that, okay, when something comes up and you're feeling like kind of out of place or it feels a little or unorganized or whatever, just grabbing somebody and having like a friend and being like, listen, I need to do this. Can you hold me accountable? This is what I need to do by the end of the week. Let's hold each other accountable. What can you do? Yeah. Yeah. And that helps with that productivity and that helps with your personal life and it helps with your business life as well. So holding those accountabilities, doing something about it and not just ignoring it. Okay. Okay. So, so sometimes I guess one of the things that I'm hearing from you is that sometimes clutter isn't necessarily something that you would immediately consider to be clutter that like we were talking about, whether it be invoices or, cleaning up your Dropbox or, you know, cleaning out your email inbox, you know, little things like that, that you may have missed something because you have a thousand emails on red. Yes. <laughs> you forgot that the client emailed you. Um, <laughs> things like that, that will ultimately cost you, whether it be credibility or money or, you know, any number of things because you, I guess, at least for me, this is how I feel like I come come across is if I don't, if I don't remember an email that a client sent me or got lost in, lost in the sauce, so to speak, that I, that I appear to be absent-minded a little bit. Yeah. And um, unprofessional too. And right. Yeah. You know, cause the client expects, you know, listen, all our clients, regardless, like they are our priority, but there's sometimes that obviously life gets in the way something happens. Like you said, you've got thousands of emails because you've subscribed to a thousand things. Right. Well, there goes that client email lost in all those things. And now exactly. your client, you know, thinks it's unprofessional of you that, Oh, well, you're not getting back to me. And yeah. so that's your credibility with that client, let alone let's be honest. Word of mouth is one of the biggest ways exactly. that, yeah, that we get clients. So 
So it's like, oh, they're not responsive or they just, or they think you don't care. When honestly, it's just an honest mistake. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just an honest mistake because of the fact that guess what? Clutter happens. Right. Happens to us all. So, but it's just a matter of getting those steps and just understanding that, okay, so I've got a thousand emails. What am I going to do about them? All right. So I guess speaking of a thousand emails and what to do about them, (laughs) um, and, and you touched on not being a perfectionist around this particular topic because clutter will happen. And, you know, you just have to be realistic about that piece of it. So is there something that we can do to control or eliminate or, and master is a strong word, but is there something that we can do, I guess, to minimize the impact or the cost of clutter in our life? Oh, absolutely. On so many levels there are. Um, but if we're going to, let's just talk, let's just go to a specific with the digital and the emails. Yeah. And with that alone, okay, here's what you can think about is how many emails are emails that are literally from clients versus things we just subscribed to. Like, yes, we wanted that PDF and we subscribed to that and then we forgot to unsubscribe or we now have, you know, a week later, we now just have an extra 20 plus emails per every, depending on how often the person emails you. That's every day, every week, you've just added that many more to your inbox. Mm -hmm. Well, understanding and actually doing like an audit on how many emails you're subscribed to that's probably one of the very first ones to go through because okay. how many times you go even to a store and they say oh can we have your email do you want anything you know there's a sale going on or whatever and you can get emails from that oh sure yeah great no problem well that's still taking realty in your email right. inbox that's still giving you that little red notification psychological speaking that shows mm-hmm. you oh another email just came up and depending right. on what you're doing you hear that ping or you hear that notification so that's another thing is a, one of the biggest things is turn off your notifications turn off. right i was gonna say the same thing that that's kind of the first thing that i do is i don't get notifications on my phone whether it's social media or or my email it's, it's kind of like one of those things that i'll see it when i check it Yep. So I don't want to see the little number because as soon as you see the little number or the little notification, it's like, oh, I got to look at this right now. No, you don't. (laughs) Nope. And, but that's, that is the whole psychological part about the notifications is that's what it's meant to do. It's meant to get your attention right then and there. And then you just got that attention because that ping went off. Yep. And you were in the middle of doing client work. Well, now you just forgot what you were doing with your client work. Now you got to retrace your steps. So there's exactly. a productivity, like even just turning off the notifications, you'd be surprised of how productive you are. And I'm talking like even taking like certain apps off your phone, like you were saying, like you have certain apps yeah. that are no longer on your phone that mm-hmm. so that those notifications don't show up saying, Hey, I've got like, I'm sorry, but the biggest culprit right now is Facebook. Oh my, yeah. I don't even know how many times I have to turn off those notifications. Like I'm ready to just delete the app off my phone just because of that. Right. Because I'm like, right. no, 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 no. I turned you off. Like I, I said, I don't want those notifications. Like, please yeah, don't. It, it seems like every time the, it, it updates, it then yeah. here come the notifications again. I'm like, sir, madam, I don't want to know. Yeah. You're like, I already checked those. Thank right. you. I checked those on the time that I was supposed to. <laughs> 
yeah so indeed that's one I, I think one one of the major ways that at least on a day-to-day basis we can kind of eliminate the 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 seeping of clutter into at least mental clutter is to kind of deprogram ourselves and detox just a, just a smidge from the constant checking of the phone and and if i'm not mistaken i i'm i'm not sure if if all androids have this but you can kind of look to see what apps you use the most i think there's i'm pretty sure there's one on iphone or on ios that that will let you know like what what which ones i guess are burning through your battery the most oh, yes. yep. or no, which no, ones no. get the most screen time yeah though i actually have that um you can actually even i think even even if on your mobile phone, you can just search under data usage. Yeah. It will actually show you in your data usage what app is actually you're on the most or what app is using the most, whatever. And nine times out of ten, I will tell you, it's probably Facebook if you have it on your yeah. phone. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's either Facebook or Instagram. Yep. Sorry, yeah, I'm, and I'm again, not deleting you, Instagram. Sorry. <laughs> you're like, sorry, not. Sorry, I'm not. Sorry, I'm not sorry. deleting Instagram. But yeah. that's the other thing is picking the ones. Okay, so you said you're not deleting Instagram. Okay, but that's fine. You don't have to. I'm not saying everyone has to do it. Everyone does right. their own thing, obviously. But you just take, if you just at least take an audit of what you're doing, where you're spending your time. Like even for me, I've put on Facebook a notification. You can go into notifications and say, mm-hmm. um, notify me when I've been on Facebook for an hour. Okay, okay. And I've even put that. And when that pops up, then you, then you then shut I'm it like, down. Okay. Then I shut it down unless I'm in the middle of a post, obviously, but then I shut it down and go, okay, did I accomplish okay. what I needed to while I was in Facebook for that hour? Like, right. wow, that hour went by quick. Yeah. Cause that's the thing. It's like, are you just kind of farting around and not really doing anything? Or are you really using that time productively? Especially as we, we kind of talked about whether or not you are treating your business as a hobby or as an actual business. Yes. Um, I think a lot of people that listen are either side hustlers. They might have a nine to five. They might be just starting. So, you know, that's one of the things that I talked about in a previous episode about productivity. Uh, one of one of the tips was to to do the Pomodoro technique. Ah, so, Pomodoro. Yeah, yeah. We we love a good pomo around here. So, so that's one of the things is that especially this week it's like Wednesday Thursday. <laughs> this week that we're recording and you know sometimes it's like the end of the day and I'm like what did I do today yep <laughs> and in 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 those cases I'm like okay if I can't figure out what I did today I, it wasn't a productive day and I just have to do better tomorrow <laughs> so so that's yeah. usually so that's that's one thing is to totally not beat yourself up but to definitely use those 25 30 minute, 60 minute chunks to really determine, okay, I have this, this, and this to get done. And this is what I'm trying to accomplish when I'm on Facebook or when I'm on Instagram. Maybe it's that I need to engage with, with people that I'm connected with. So that, I mean, we're, we're, we're marketing our own businesses. So that's the point of us being on Facebook. Our, our friends may have the luxury of socializing, but we, we indeed have a purpose. And if you are spending that hour away from your family to be on Facebook, it, make sure that that hour is a productive hour. So 
Exactly. Yes. Off, and- off of my off of my soapbox, I go. So but, <laughs> but yeah, but but that you know that's you know I, I I don't want it to be like like you were saying. I don't want it to come off as like this thing that's you know you'll get it perfect or you're a master it, but it's like little things that you can tweak about how you how you think and how you structure your work time that will make it a, a lot more productive so that it doesn't take you hours and hours and hours because it doesn't take you hours to market your business on Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever you you can and especially if you're doing it consistently you can literally be on there like maybe you know an hour a day knock it out and then go back to having some fun Exactly. And that's the thing, but it's, it's scheduling that time too. Like, so even set up your schedule and look at, even do an audit of what you do throughout the day or throughout the week and where you can find that time to just go, okay, I've got an hour before I go to work or I got an hour when I get home before the kids come home from school or whatever the case may be. And just put like, put the Pondero timer on. So the 25 minute or do it for 45 minutes, go, what can I get done right now to declutter my digital space to declutter my physical space or to market myself and my business because this is why I'm doing this yeah so yeah so it's just it's finding that time because you know a lot of people are like oh I'm so busy I'm so busy but is the busy work actually productive or is it just busyness Exactly, exactly. Because, yeah, I definitely had to do some time audits myself because I just felt like I was working, 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 and I didn't leave enough time for myself or for my friends and my family. So I had to kind of eliminate the things that weren't. And this isn't about eliminating the things that don't bring you joy. (laughs) So... (laughs) We we that too, but this for me it was about eliminating the things that didn't produce anything. So, am I spending time on platforms that don't really? My potential clients aren't there. So, does it make sense for me to hang out on Twitter a lot? Probably not. I mean, it's good for conversation. Twitter's fun. You can hop on, hop off, have a good combo, but. But it was like, you know, I have to find the places where I can actually engage with people that are looking for the thing that I do. And that comes back to, again, being who you are at your core, what your business is at the core, where you're taking your business. It's taking that and going, okay, where, what do I want from this business? What do my clients want? Where are they going to find me? Mm -hmm. Okay, they're going to find me on this platform. Then I declutter every other platform for now. Yeah, I can spend, I can have like, you know, a half an hour for fun time if I want to, you know, have a little conversation on Twitter because my girlfriend, you know, has fun on Twitter. I just, I just don't get it. I still don't get it. But, but it's knowing that, okay, so if this is where my clients are, if this is where I'm want, like I'm having fun and enjoying, then this is where I'm going to stay. Everything else is clutter. So I need to figure out what am I going to clear out? Right. So, so again, that's just us redefining or reimagining what clutter really is, because that that's, again, something that's taking space that you really don't have time for, especially if you like I'm a full time business owner. 
So I probably have a little bit more time than most people. But let's say, you know, hypothetically, you only have two or three hours a day, Monday through Friday, because you have children that you that you need to help them with their homework and you have weekend activities for them. So you don't have weekend time to work. You only have the two to three hours every day. So you can't be on every platform because exactly. trying to schedule all, all of that content for those platforms is going to Oh my God, that's overwhelming. Right. <laughs> I mean, we're doing three. So yep. and it's a lot. And yeah, I'm not doing nearly as much as the quote unquote experts say to do. But yeah, I'm like, I don't know how, how people do it. And, and they're, especially if they're part-time people. So, so I guess that's a good enough segue into my next question. What tips would you give someone that's just getting started with decluttering, whether it's, whether it's physical or digital clutter? Um, my biggest one, especially when it comes to physical or actually even digital at this point too, is starting neutral. So what okay. I mean by that is, because everyone's like, well, what does that even mean? Is anything that is not, that you can think of right away that you don't have the emotional attachment to. Okay. So, okay. yeah. So anything that, you know, you're just looking and you're, okay, let's, let's go start with the physical stuff. So how many flyers do you get in the mail that, you know, are just junk mail? Got it. Okay. When you grab the mail, you throw it on your desk and, you know, you do that what the mail comes Monday to Friday, sometimes Saturday for me. So Monday to Friday, let's just say five days a week, you have those flyers just sitting on the desk. Well, paper clutter is the biggest clutter culprit of all of them. So that adds up quickly. Well, that's neutral stuff. Okay. Take all those flyers and just get rid of them right away. Like don't even, don't even think twice about it. You don't need them. Like if you, trust me, if you want something that is on sale, that is whatever, you're going to go look for it. And the internet is a beautiful spot for that. <laughs> right, right. You don't need the physical paper to show you, hey, by the way, here's a discount on this thing or whatever the case would be. Then as far as the digital, I would, again, start with the notifications. Like, that's first and foremost. That's very neutral. That's very, like, you're not ignoring anyone. You're just mm -hmm. protecting the boundaries for yourself. And it's very neutral. And it's very, like, okay, I'm protecting my own boundary. I can turn off, it's easy. It's easy to turn off notifications. It really is. You're not going to miss anything. I promise you. If somebody, you know, wants to work with you, I know they will find you because it's happened to me. <laughs> right, right. Like they will find you, they will work. And anyone that's looking to work with somebody just because they don't respond right, right away does not mean you don't go and, you know, follow up with them as well. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally, totally. But yeah, definitely start neutral. That's, that's okay. one of the easiest ways. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. So don't start with birthday gifts <laughs> yes. that, that, that you may or may not want. Okay. But start with, with paper that doesn't, doesn't have anything to do with anything. So. Yep. That's just neutral okay. that you're just kind of like, yeah. I have no feelings over this paper. That you right. Just, yeah. I'll just put it in the recycling. Yeah, right it's now. like a no brainer. <laughs> you can just yep. go ahead and chuck it and, and be done with it. Okay. Got it. Okay. So 
so for the more advanced, like I, I, once I started with neutral, I guess what would be some more tips that you could give us to, to rein things in? And like you already mentioned, you know, decluttering, there is no perfection in decluttering. There's always going to be that one little corner that has junk mail on it. I have a corner, so that's why I mentioned it. So <laughs> you're like, I have that corner. That I, I have that. I have that clutter corner, but everything else seems to be okay. I know where everything else is. So, what would be some additional tips? I guess once once I've gotten started, what other tips would you would you give somebody to, I guess, keep that momentum going? Um, scheduling it, putting it into your schedule, <laughs> and I know we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. and what I do with, you know, my members and stuff like that is we schedule on a weekly basis or even daily because let's be honest, breaking or like have having a habit of just at least going, okay, what in these 15 minutes can I do to either clear this space so that tomorrow when I start work again, that I'm going to just be able to start right away as opposed to having to clear off my desk or this, like it's the easiest thing to do is definitely just schedule in those times. And I always say, like I've said on you know, to many people is 15 minutes a day. Okay. You may not think that it's a lot, but over time it adds up again and again. And it not only that, but it brings that habit in and it brings that thinking about certain things. Like now that you're, you know, you go, you know, clear the, that, you know, clutter corner of the paper mm-hmm. and stuff, you're going to go each time you get the mail, you're going to be like, you're going to see that flyer, very neutral, very whatever. And just look at it and go, Oh no, I'll just get rid of it right away. Not right. even th- you won't even have to think about it after a while because it just becomes that habit of clearing up that stuff. So now that extra 50 minutes that you've scheduled can be put towards something else. All right, cool, cool. Well, I guess it's it's time for us to wrap up. So um, yeah, you did, we can talk about this forever. <laughs> yeah, you, you did mention members, so I want you to tell us a little bit about that. Cause I know about what your membership is, but, and I'm not sure if you're going to still do it. So, so I wanted to ask you about that, but, and, and I also wanted to ask where, where everybody can find you online. So, so those were my last two questions. So what do you have going on and where can people find you? Um, well, like we said, we talked about the membership, so it's, it, I, I will be still doing the membership for okay. evermore. Like, cause I enjoy doing it. It helps keep me accountable. So basically what it is, it's called, BYOC membership, which is bring your own clutter. <laughs> and we literally meet and do this as Joyce and I were saying, we love Pomodoros. We do it in Pomodoro sessions. We le- literally either declutter your workload and you do work on something in your business, or you're actually literally decluttering the physical like area or digital or social or whatever the case may be. And we do it literally together on zoom, do it as a, you know, as sessions, different sessions. We do two a week and they're anywhere between two and three hours each depending and there's more fun stuff coming when I actually have my website up and going again so currently my web well my website has always been will always be um, home and office detox.com but okay. currently it is also going under a decluttering right now so <laughs> clever clever what? yeah uh, right <laughs> because guess what Clutter happens and it's a continuous thing. I have now, and like I've said to a few things, uh, to a few people is clutter happens when we're going through those transitions. Well, I'm currently going through a transition right now with the business and awesome things are like happening more and more and they're happening a lot quicker. So I was like, you know what? I need to clear out 
the website. I need to declutter it. And what better way to do it than actually put it as, so if you go on my website right now, it literally says the website's going through some decluttering. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah so I saw that. Me. So that's why I mentioned it. So. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's where you can find me. And obviously home and office detox is, says exactly it. It's what I do. All right, cool, cool. So we talked about your membership and where people can find you online. So, all right, I guess that is it for today. Thank you so much, Heather, for all of your great tips on decluttering because, yeah, I I know for me, I know that it can be a little bit of a overwhelming thing, especially when you let it go too long. Like if I log in and see several hundred emails unread, it, it can be a thing. So um, you and everyone else. And that's why I, yeah. Go, so, yeah. so that's, that's usually like the, the first layer of digital cl clutter, but you can also think of all the things that you haven't done, like sending out invoices, et cetera, et cetera, that, that literally are costing you money. So, cause the longer you wait, to actually send your your client an invoice the longer it's going to take them to pay you Thanks. so all of that good stuff so again thank you for coming on and chatting with me today and having me a, having a conversation about decluttering your life so ladies and gents if you enjoyed this episode please head over to instagram so that's a new thing. So, uh, and let us both know what your top takeaway was uh, from today's episode. Heather is at Home and Office Detox on IG, and I am, of course, at the Common Sense. So until next time, have a great week and thank you for listening.